everyone. Welcome to Zeitgeist Zealots. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. And I'm Robbie. And even though my name appears third in the queue, I'm Matt. Yeah, so... Oh, like anybody sees that. Oh, yeah. No one sees the queue. My name is Boba Fett White Ranger in the queue. No one sees it. Yeah, so... Well, Major, speaking of Boba Fett, did everyone watch Boba Fett this week? Nah, dude, I ate it up uh, twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I went online and was completely surprised at people's different reactions. And then I, the first thing I did was like, I got to text Matt uh, to see how triggered he's going to get from this. Uh, well, was there like all the he chose, hardcore well, fans not liking certain things? Well, it's, like, it's not like the hardcore fans. I think it was just strange how the Wookiee so had let's, let's, like... Let's set some things up front. All right. Yeah. Uh, Black Christensis Christensis uh That's Black, too, too much. Black, we're going to call Black him... Black Claus. We're going to call Black him... Black K. We're going to call him BK. Okay, BK. Yeah. So Burger King tried to murder um, Boba Fett while he was asleep, but instead of just like shooting him or stabbing him while he was asleep, he kind of just like woke him up, oh, grabbed yeah, him by the throat, him. and pulled him out. So it make and basically started yelling to wake up everyone in the palace. My first thought, I mean, we're definitely getting our head of ourselves here, but my first thought was like, oh my god, did BK just kill everyone like on the first floor? But no, it turns oh, out this Wookiee is uh, super sneaky. Yes. Well, or, I, then not so sneaky. But no, 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 no. It makes sense though. One, it's the honorable thing to do. But two, he's letting him know who sent him before he dies. You know what I mean? Like oh, because he's coming like, back. Yeah, because he's working on you because you overstepped your boundary. Yeah. So it was kind of strange that like they just showed up right after the failed assassination. Like, oh, sorry about that. We're gonna go. Oh, oh. and actually, we're uh, cool, is, right? This though. is a gift. Yeah, I know. I sent that room, but to kill you, but I actually want you to keep it now. I should have killed you with this gift. So, um, but let's let's talk about the flashback before we get into the big gift that yeah. you received this uh, episode. The gift of friendship. He no, befriended. that's what we get along the way. I'm talking about the gift of a motherfucking raincore. Oh yeah, the one from a yeah. Bad Batch. <laughs> Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. No, I did not believe that was the one from Bad Batch. You, you know, really quick throughout this whole episode, I was getting this huge. Robert Rodriguez vibe without yep. looking to see who actually did it. And I'm like, yeah, definitely, definitely Robert Rodriguez. Rodriguez well, he directed the first episode, too. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so hopefully Antonio Banderas will play a Sith Lord. So Boba Fett starts out on a Bantha and yep. he's going to see the Pikes, right? Yep. Yep. And so this is what. It's what I understand. I can look past a lot of things because one, I have to to enjoy the series, or otherwise it just all breaks down on the fundamental level. But they just had an epic train robbery last episode, and he told the Pikes, "You're gonna pay me. Uh, you're gonna pay the Tuscan Raiders uh, for protection money now, right? You're gonna give us a tax, a, a tariff, whatever you want to call it." And then he goes to collect the tariff at the beginning or the tax of this uh, the beginning of this episode. And that pike guy's like, oh, sorry, we already gave it to the local biker gang. I would have been like, tough shit. That's not my problem. <laughs> yeah. You made it with me. I don't know why you talked to them. Uh, and then so I feel like there's like a lot of pitting against each other here. Like yeah. the easiest thing to do is to just like let your enemies take each other out and then just come in and take over that territory. Yeah, do you think the Pikes killed the uh, the Tuscan Raiders? I no, think, it's it's the gang. They, I think they the gang, basically yeah. Yeah. they said the same sure thing. They paid the gang yep. to go the kill the Tuscan Raiders. Sons of Sandarchy. 
no, not even not even that they paid. They just said the same thing yeah. to the gang. And the gang's like, okay, well, we'll kill the Tuscans. But um, the other thing, too, is... I forgot the point I was just going to make. They they had just been attacked by the Tuscans and are really upset about wasting the water and all the things they lost. So I feel like the Pikes made the offer to the gang first, saying, hey, you kill them, we pay you. And then we're never going to make that offer to the Tuscan Raiders until Boba showed up, you know? Yeah, until you guys actually already did something. Like, I don't know. Until you I guys was... became annoying. Yeah, I have to say that the Pike Syndicate's probably the least intimidating villains I've ever seen in the Star Wars universe because they, they were supposed to come down like all badass like in the uh, at the end of the episode, but I had, like no emotional reaction. Oh, off like the dropship, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just like these are like the least intimidating. They have like they're basically like fish faced. They're they're land uh, fish. They're land yeah. fish. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're trying to make That's them why they need all that scary. Water. So yeah, it's. It's supposed to emulate the attack of the clones, seeing the clones are coming down mm-hmm. off the ship, but it was just like yeah, a very lame version of that. So yeah, I hope I hope they're not the main villains of this season. I hope like the huts come back in some shape or form. What if it's Emperor Palpatine? Would you take that? I'd be like, okay, start. Or would okay, you okay. would you throw a TV? Would you throw your TV out of the window? I'd be like, okay, um, don't ever you're fired. Do, do you know that gif I send of uh, Michelangelo like slowly vibrating and it says triggered? That yeah. would be yeah. my reaction. Um, if I heard Emperor Palpatine, but um, you know, I think overdone. the Huts will make another appearance because basically they said, uh, you know, Boba and Fennec were talking about, you know, why should the Huts fight over this when the Pikes and them can fight over it, and then they just come in and take out whoever is left. Yeah, I think that's exactly what they're doing. Why else would you give them a rancor? And he's like, oh, uh, we think, you know, like we're leaving Tatooine, and we think you should do the same. Yep. But we're also going to give you this badass like Rancor uh, for your Rancor cave, right? Like they know he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I think I think there's some shenanigans going on here, but I think it's I think the Huts are trying to arm Boba Fett to take out as many pikes as they as, as yep. can. But I will oh. I, I will say this really briefly too. I wasn't here last week for the podcast, but one of my biggest pet peeves of the first episodes was first episode was if you know. Jabba's out. This is still hut space. The huts would just come in and take over. So I was really upset about that in the first episode. And yeah, I was like, really what happened to Bib Fortuna? Yeah. Why, why didn't they do anything while Bib was in charge? Yeah, yeah. I want to know what happened with Bib too. But so in the second episode, when the huts show up, I'm like, okay. Okay, at least we have some continuity with the expanded universe. And there was a few expanded universe uh, drops too. Um, when he gets to the Rancor uh, about the witches and Dathomir. That's a whole mm-hmm. book mm-hmm. with Han Solo and uh, I'm just learning Prince more about Leia. the Rancor. Like, learning why that guy from a new or from the Empire Strikes Back, like, why he cried. Why did the Rancor... Because, I mean, that was a meme. Everyone made fun of that guy for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got this amazing, like, little... Uh, I, I, I not, not sub-story. we got Danny Trejo coming in and explaining, like, the Rancor. Like, his acting's just phenomenal, I think. Yeah. Uh, the rank, the rancor's acting. No, the rancor trainer. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, the rancor man. He just sleep there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? What else was he in? I, I recognize. Danny Trail. Oh, he's machete. He's in multiple. He's every every Robert Rodriguez movie, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Sin City. Uh, let's um let's Strangely. let's have a quick tangent and everyone go around the block and tell tell me your favorite uh, Danny Trejo moment. Mine is from I think Machete Two when he cuts open a guy, grabs his large intestine, 
uh, runs machete out a window. One. Oh, is that machete one? Yeah. Jumps out of a window and uses the large intestine to grapple and swing himself down to the floor below him. And I know it's machete one because that's the only one I saw. Okay. Um, so I don't think I've even seen that. Desperado, and it's the scene after they have just killed him, and uh, the crime boss is on the phone with his boss, and they're describing what he looks like. And they're like pulling out the knives and they're pl- showing the tattoo. And he's like, Yeah, I'll keep an eye out for him. Um, just a very funny scene in a very shoot 'em up movie. Nice. And wasn't he the voice of Jaguar in the Pickle Rick episode? Take me to this yeah. pickle or something like that. Oh, where is that? Where <laughs> was, is that Danny, was that Danny Trejo? Yeah, the, the Jaguar. Nice. Uh, where, where, where is this Jaguar? Pickle? Jaguar, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yes, I mean, I guess that was my that favorite. villain with a giant piano or whatever. Oh, I don't know. God, that was such a good episode. Well, it was at the very end. And yeah. Then, like, Jaguar, and he's like, who is that, Rick? He's like, that is why you don't go to therapy, Morty. So. Um, <laughs> well, we're, we're first stuck on a tangent about uh, strange cameos or awesome cameos in this episode. Yeah. I Office love, space. I love Stephen Root. Yeah. yeah. Stephen Root. I always see him as Bill Dotry whenever he does live because he's done a ton of voiceovers for animations and just having him be the uh, main character to set up the intro plot to introduce the uh, cyberpunk gang there um, was just hilarious. I, I love great. that actor. I am insulted on your behalf, right? Like he seems like he's like, you know, he's trying to be manipulative, you know, someone. Matt fucked with his stapler, so he's trying to get major. Well, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. He's Milton from Office Fist. That's probably yeah, the most yeah. famous. That's, what, that's what makes me think about. But yeah, him. he is the voice of Bill from the King of the Hill. Hey, Bill Dotrieve. Yep. Like uh, Bill likes Peggy, but Peggy don't like him. Or uh, Peggy don't like Bill. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was. Uh, oh, was he in Breaking Bad? No, I don't think he was. Um, Maybe. Yeah, I'm looking on Google and it shows. It was like in an bad. episode. I'm trying to think of where he was. He might have been like one episode, but I don't think it was like a yeah. a notable one. He's like he's been like in everything. He's like been like in every HBO show. A lot of side characters. Like he oh, was yeah. on. He does True, a lot of. Yeah, he was on Barry, True Blood. Um, he's like in a lot of Coen Brothers movies. I, by the yeah, way, Euphoria uh, season two is pretty good so far, surprisingly. Euphoria yeah. is it a sci-fi show? No, it's uh, no, it's, it's an about, HBO. Yeah, yeah, it's HBO oh, okay. Max. It's like oh, with uh, Zendaya. Yeah, the teenagers. Or Zendaya doing yeah. a bunch of drugs. So, oh, what else is new? To get back to Stephen Root, though, I think yes. overall this episode is fifty-fifty for me. What's and the root the of the problem? problem? The problem ah. I have is the gang. It looks like people saw that the cyberpunk video game was really popular, and so like, let's make characters like that. Let's be popular. And uh, let's make characters like that. And those characters look straight out of that video game. Um, that's my first problem. And the second, the car chase scene is one of the most comically bad car chase scenes yeah. in any TV show I've ever seen. I mean, we've seen land speeders do like go so fast in Return of the Jedi, and these ones are like, eh. They used, uh, they used the entire budget on the train sequence. What about uh, no, nothing for the. What about Count Dooku and Attack of the Clones when he's driving away? Uh, Ryan yep. from a screen random pitch meeting uh, described it best. Looks like a, someone lost control of one of their um, electronic shopping carts at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, it definitely was a, a weak part of the episode. And um, I don't like, know. I don't, they were overall I liked helpful. It. 
like when he was walking down to go meet this gang and it was just like him Phoenix Shan and like the two green guys I was, I was like damn he does not have enough people he needs more people and then he like you know found out about the problem and instead of like killing them like offered them a job I was like dude fucking Boba Fett 2024 baby uh, well, stimulating yeah. the economy over here get, putting people back to work um, they, they were really built up like you know the Stephen you know his character you know, made him sound all like crazy and badass where I really thought they were just kind of pathetic to the point where, like a blaster um, would have been more effective than any of those guys yep but I think if you make them more powerful you can make BK more powerful and therefore make that fight better oh yeah well I think overall what I really appreciated fight. about this episode is it's essentially an episode full of exposition exposition dumps but it does it in a manner that keeps you like involved unlike once again winter soldier and falcon guy wherever like the exposition dumps include the action in it you know what i mean um and even his like flashbacks like you're still interested in essentially what is just an exposition dump how do y'all feel about well i have have a theory that next episode since it's where the tuscan raider flashback arc is over he's going to go off planet or something that's uh, do you think good, do you think good question because like the, well, the re- when i went online the biggest complaint seems to be from people you know these high-minded uh aristocrats is that they don't understand or they don't know what boba fett's purpose is and touche that's a really good point like looking back on it why does he want to be this dojo dohe the the Dai- domi, Dai- domi Dai- Arigato? yeah daimyo why does he want to be the Domi Arigato uh, of, uh, of Maz? Uh, why does he want to be the Domino's Pizza of uh, <laughs> Yeah, why does he want to be the Domino? Uh, why does he want to be Pizza the Hut of, uh, <laughs> of Tatooine or whatever? Or Maz Eisley? Maz Espa. Maz Espa. Espa. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, trying, I'm also trying to. Moza, Donnie uh, Mo, Moz Espa. Moz Carta Ati? Carto Martiz? Marks. Oh God! Cart, cart, cart. So you see, anyway, the they're just not not nailing it at all. The reason so I'm going to move on, um, but yeah. Re- so, what are his motivations? Why does he want to be um, in charge of this? Like, why does he want to be a crime lord? I don't know. Maybe just um, he feels he's entitled. Yeah, I, I got this feeling that he's entitled because he served under Jabba the Hutt, and ultimately he almost dies because of Jabba. Did he kill Bib? He doesn't want to. Did someone, someone else kill Bib, or did he kill Bib? I'm I'm getting the idea that he killed Bib. It sounded like Bib was. I think he, I thought he killed him at the end of um. I thought uh, Mandalorian so. season three, season two, or yeah, at least Fennec Shan really did. Bad. Yeah. That's yeah, we saw a really bad Fortuna. Bib bad tuna. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, the reason I brought up, do you, if, if I think he's going to go off worlds, because they just he just did an interview this week where he said they've renamed Slave One. To something else, something more appropriate. I guess so. Um, so clone one, clone one, uh, overworked employee one. Um, <laughs> Starbucks employee, in, in, Amazon, in, Amazon shipping one, anime animator one, um, Disney employee one. So I don't know, um, or Disney World uh, employee one. Uh, so anyway, but I have a feeling. Obviously, the ship's going to show up in some shape or form. I just figure it's if it's going to show up, it's going to be to go off-world something, and that might be in a flashback. But because he apparently had the ship at, during Mandalorian, so I think he had it somewhere. I don't know. Maybe he got maybe he got kidnapped by the 
we, we don't know how he got the ship back because he was like yeah, left yeah. for dead. He was living with the Tuscans for a long, indeterminate well, amount it's of time. Gonna be, so. It's going to be just like um, my favorite film in the Star Wars series, um, the first sequel, um, in which the Millennium Falcon is flying there, guys. Oh, yeah. Like everybody forgot about it for no reason whatsoever. This legendary ship over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this just, it's just oh, yeah, there. Was, which happened it. to be on not tattoo, which was on not not Tatooine. Not gathering Tatooine. <laughs> Yo, so. all right. So speaking of not Tatooine, uh, but talking about Tatooine, this is the second episode in a row that someone, some character in the story in, in the episode has been cut off while they're trying to describe Tatooine as a wet ass planet. Yeah. I like to call it WAP, a wet ass planet. Um, do you think that has anything to do? with the show like are they just hinting at the fact that Tatooine like in legend lore used to be a water planet now it's a dry planet and no one knows why uh and like is that what they're hinting at or do you think they just keep trying to like create are they they're trying to build curiosity where curiosity didn't exist for the average fan to reveal why that happened later on in the in the season well, I don't know. it's like basically so... every desert <laughs> used to be like an ocean right well, or it I think it's going to be like a surprise at the end of this season because, like, even if you like look on Wikipedia, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. or like read the books, no one really knows why this the seas disappeared. Yeah, so like, I, think, I can see Dave Filoni, global warming. I can see Dave Filoni being like, like this is my my tri- like my toy box, right? I'm bringing out my Rancor, right? I'm bringing out my my, my twin huts. Uh, I'm bringing out all the things like I've ever wanted to do. And I'm gonna fucking explain why like Tatooine's like a desert now. But obviously, but no one knows, no one cares about that. So what I need to do is start building up this curiosity in earlier mm-hmm. episodes well, to make them. Obviously, curious. they're setting up for another spin-off series called Legends or Legends of Knights, Knights of Old Tatooine, which is gonna take place two thousand years before Boba Fett, and we're gonna find out what happened to the oceans because they literally just announced like Bo-Katan's getting her own spin-off series. Really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, gonna I three man- we're gonna have three Mandalorian shows. Actually, I'm, I don't, I don't hate that at all, depending on the timeline. Uh, well, but- this is we're getting like Ashoka, and we're getting whatever the acolyte's gonna be. I think it might be Doctor Aphra show. Let's, um, I would, I would kill for a Doctor Aphra show. Uh, who uh, would star in it? Jessica Bo- Justine? The Bo-Katan? No, no. Uh, Doctor Aphra. Oh, I think they should probably get. Um, we lose Matt. I think oh, they should. Uh, who's like really popular right now? Zendaya. Yeah, I might get Zendaya. She's already like good with Disney because. Who did, uh... But yeah, back Tomb with Raider. Hmm? Who did Tomb Raider? Uh, uh Angelina. That's no, she, that's she I think probably Disney. Oh well, no, she's already in Star Wars. Anyway. I know that was the, that, she's she's Ren Ren Ray Ray Skywalker. God, I hate that ending. Yeah. Um. You yeah, know. back with that, they were. Water, I think even like, JJ Abrams had ending. They lost all their water. Like, what if it was like the your fish people? Uh, what are they called? The again? Pikes. Yeah, the Pikes. What if they? Because they need original... they need lots of water. What if they slowly drained it over time? And now they're just used to being there. So Yo, get this know. guy in the writers' room. I like where you're thinking, Rob. That's a really good idea. That's clever. Was, I like that a lot. No, it was the Spongians. They soaked up all the water. Boo. The Spongian Empire. Uh, of course, you are. Of course, you are Dune. Dune. Yeah, you were Dune oh. with that. Oh, what do you know? Tips we on lost map, but we gained the tip. 
Matt's not back. Just for the yo, yo, just... yo. It's hey, Tip, did you watch? Can you guys anything? hear me? We can hear you. Did you get we power can hear back? you. Or just... No, my power is totally no, out. Dude, we are. It's a total white out. And a, a little bit of a yellow out because I've been adding some yellow. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. As soon as you said yellow. So, a bit of yellow. Tip, what did you think of Boba Fett? Did you watch it? Um, I, I watched. Or did you lost, lose, lose power? Did you watch Peacemaker? I, I, I know. I, I didn't get to peace because um, I didn't get to it because we lost power. But otherwise, I probably would have watched it. Um, but I did watch Bubba Fett uh, one and two. No, <laughs> Craig, we're on episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> Little behind. Don't worry. Don't worry. You can spoil it for me. I, I really don't. What care. did you What do you so think of episode one and two? Were you we happy? We went through a lot of it. Okay, Matt's back. Sorry, my internet keeps going down. So we lost a Matt, but we gained. Would a you tip. like to plug and you're a terrible internet provider? You know, honestly, honestly, oh. Bubba Fett, uh, Bubba Fett had the same quality um, as Mandalorian. It's worth a watch. I would definitely um, spend the money. To subscribe to Disney Plus if I had the money to spare. Ten out of ten tips would watch. <laughs> well, tip, uh, I don't really have a whole lot of money to spare at this point because of unexpected expenses and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. all that snow probably. What did you think of the Hutt twins? Honestly, you... I think I think they should have been assassinated right there on the spot. Uh, yes. As an instinctual reaction, Boba Fett should have just been like, boom, 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 boom. I was saying just why did he not right. he could have just okay. do, do the, you know power no, hungry no, no. That's, no, no, no. That's his, he is a sociopathic power hungry mother mother right. ever so, and so he should have just killed he should have just god, killed no. dear god Bannock Shand purposely says uh, you have to ask for permission to get them killed it's like in the Goodfellas when you're made right <laughs> uh, yeah. this is hut space hut space covers hundreds of like planets and no, systems space, all right so tatooine is part of it if they kill the twins then tatooine doesn't exist anymore like all the power of hut space is coming down on that planet well it turns out there was nothing they could do the huts were made he just had to sit there and take space. it yeah exactly the huts were made so so yeah, they cut they had to cut their finger and burn a picture of bib fortuna <laughs> When they got made at their ceremony. Um, so, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I guess I'm, I have a feeling the, the twins are going to come back. In like the next, There's like, what, seven or eight episodes this season? Is it so. only six or is it eight? Six. I, I think it, it's like seven. Six. I think, well, I think Peacemaker might be eight. Boba Fett might be seven. So I have a feeling as a they're going to come. As a side note, it's really sad that The Expanse was only six episodes a season for its final season. What? Yeah. That's gonna, it? Yeah, I'm going to watch yeah. it this uh, this weekend. Yeah, yeah so, I, 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 I unfortunately uh, was not able to watch the end of that, but that was one of that, the best shows I've ever seen. So. Yeah, that show. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about it. I do have six. some, some wrap-up questions for Matt. Um, um, IMDB has Book of Boba Fett at seven episodes. Oh, seven okay. episodes? Okay. Nice. Good, so good. they'll, they'll probably come back in episode six. Yeah, I'm six or seven. That, it'll be a... It's Disney, so the penultimate episode will always... Yes. Well, and there'll be a big, there'll be a big, like... Matrix fight between Boba Fett and the twins. No, Matrix the 1, sub- not Matrix sub- 4. 
All right, Major, what, what is your follow-up questions there? So, so I, I know the internet, and I know a lot of hardcore fans who grew up without tons of Star Wars content, like a lot of our younger listeners. So they had to use their imagination, and Boba Fett was the most badass bounty hunter in the fucking galaxy. How do you feel about watching him being a big old softy with saving the cat uh, you know, situation so with the Ragnarok? I First, I will say Boba Fett has always been one of my biggest pet peeves. For somebody that has three minutes and 23 seconds of airtime and only 27 words said in the whole, you know, original set of movies, I never got the love behind it. But no but, uh, disintegration. Too, like, that's such a good line. Like, what the fuck yeah. happened? I want to. That's the movie I want to see. Forget Rogue One. Forget Solo. I want to see Star Wars: A Story. No disintegration, and I but, want to see uh, that fucking story. So, back in the day too, <laughs> when the when the internet when the internet is first coming along, and you had the forums you could go on to, like people would make their own backstories for characters. Mm-hmm. In fact, in Empire Strikes Back, when the Cloud City Bespin is being you know taken over, there's people running to like get out of there, and this guy's holding what looks to be like an ice cream maker, and fans wrote a whole backstory for him about that's actually a secret, you know, hidden data that they didn't want uh the empire to get and he's really holding these secret files to save the rebellion like so i get it and the issue is you you hit it right on the head there boba fett was supposed to be badass boba fett was supposed to be you know there's a reason why Greedo shoots first because han solo goes by his own rules and to see boba fett kind of turned into this like big old coffee kind of peacemaker i want some Mm, from first off, Ooh, more nice rockets. But but like, oh, like yeah. the, the issue is like, uh you're you're making it more family friendly. Yeah. And that's always been like what George Lucas and Disney has been pushing the family friendly part of it. And I was like, there's part of Star Wars that's not supposed to be family friendly. See, that, that's know? what really saddens me about like when I was watching Peacemaker, I was like, it breaks my heart that. We're never going to get content like this from Marvel or, or Star Wars because they're owned by Disney. Well, to be fair, yeah, Peacemaker not... wouldn't even wouldn't even kill children. Mm-hmm. So he's well, he too. Oh, he wouldn't kill children. Damn. Yeah, they even said that. Didn't you say that? Well, 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 he wouldn't kill rich white children. Oh, that's right. Yes. Well, they weren't even like children anymore. They were like just taken. They were like basically. They're butterflies, but, so. But so, like, so, major. The problem is, is first off, capitalism sometimes sucks. All right, because you get this homogenization of everything. The one that appeals to the most amount of fans. Like, if yeah. they were to do an X-wing series, that should be rated R. You know what I mean? That yeah. should be badass. Or, or but they're gonna make X. it all like jokey, and they're gonna do what Marvel does. Like in serious it's moments, there's so a one-liner. Just like on your left, little joke yeah. in there somewhere. Yeah. <sighs> on your left there you know like you know how marvel does where for no reason they have that one liner that's supposed to be funny because it's not supposed to be meant for the scene yeah it's like oh we're about to have a dramatic moment quick so Cut why would the they, why would the why would the x-wing series be rated with like wedge just be torturing a stormtrooper and like one of his it's like this we should be doing this wedge and he's like this is war Triple X. Oh, here we go. Just like well, oh, probably, baby. That probably already made. All you the pilots are topless. <laughs> Job of the Hut licking Princess Leia. That always turned me on. <laughs> Princess Leia uh, goes yeah, to Dagobah. Oh, God. And, 
and comes out. I'm like, God. oh, my shirt's all Prince, Princess Leia. Princess Leia in the fucking uh, sexy, like, costume Leia that she does wears. Tatooine. Um, oh, my God. Oh, wow. We've got Jabba the Hutt licks Iron her. Too far. What's the uh, 30 oh, Rock? Who's the, uh, who's the main character in that? Or who's the actress? Tina Fey. Liz Lemon. Yeah, Tina Fey. She said, like, she wore, like, a Princess Leia costume set one day for, like, a Halloween episode. And, like, literally, like, 30 guys on set just asked her out because there's, like, it's a very specific fetish guy. I think if you want to make it on TikTok, that's all you have to buy. Like, so she was like, yes, yeah, so like, I, I, I should not have worn Princess Leia attire <laughs> ever. So, um, I think, um, I think Boba Fett. I, I'm sort of interested <laughs> to see what happens. Yeah. What happens next? I, I'm interested with the flashbacks go now, which is sort of strange because I cared more about the present and the flashbacks in the first episode. Now it's the reverse. Oh, see, I'm, I'm really, the reverse. I, I like the flashbacks more, and now I like, well, now, well, now, now I, I like care the more about the present. More. Awesome. Now I, I care, care about, about the well, Now I care what's going to happen in the flashbacks. Now That's that funny. Tuskens are dead, so I'm wondering if he's going to go off planet with the rogue or slave one or overworked employee one, and. Um, because I don't really care about the Pikes Syndicate. They're like the least intimidating villains I've ever seen. Oh, really? Because um, Jabba's pretty not intimidating. Because the black, well, black chrysanthemum. You can just run away from Jabba. You could crawl away from Jabba. You could run <laughs> away from Jabba. Yeah, but at least he has more respect than the fish face people. They have so, so much power, but by themselves, I don't think they're very powerful. Yeah. They're, like, they're like Yoda. They can move really fast when they need to and do backflips. There is like, like a muscular one, but that's like sore. Uh, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think the job with to, abs. Yeah, I think we need to move on, <laughs> but we can't not talk about episode three without talking about how the Power Rangers, aka Boba Fett's new gang, um, were able to keep their like <laughs> so shiny. Yeah. Like, did that not just throw everyone off? Well, they completely. said, like, water's too expensive. They obviously, they obviously spent too much money on Yeah, uh, it's like, oh, water's so expensive. It's like, water. maybe stop cleaning your damn bikes every day. Like, everything is, like, dirty and sandy and, like, They're so like shiny. a desert palette tone. And then, and then there's, there's that one with... tiny-ass four fucking bikes. And there's that it. one that has, like, all the side mirrors on it. What is... Yeah, like... <laughs> I like, also, well, so, it's not even that too, but like the people, the actors themselves are like comical to look at. Like, I don't buy I'm this, like, the they're badass. Like, they look, and you gotta, yeah. they look like the in high school when the popular kids found some like subculture that became popular. So they like adopted it for three months. And they're really like all the cheerleaders and football players, and you fucking hate them. That's what I felt like looking at all those guys. Guys, yeah, I and you really get, like it is cool how he's romance album. It is cool how he's just slowly building up his group of people. Yeah, but you remember they voluntarily assigned themselves droid parts, and they're complaining about the price of water. Yep. So it's yeah. like I think well, he made little... the price of water ridiculous. Basically. Yeah, the yeah, but they're spending money die. for droid. And I do want to applaud need... this. Great job not being political there, because I mean this is I mean it's probably made somewhere else, but you know most of television is made in Hollywood, uh, and California is going through like a water crisis, uh, and like they're like deregulation of water, so like you can like trade commodities uh, in future contracts and derivatives on California mention... water. So like great job for them to not take that moment and be super political. And not to mention, we got like water, too much water on the East Coast, and we have like thousands of miles or hundreds of miles yeah, of. Have we use a pipeline? Of, yeah, for oil, but we can't do it for water. 
So, but it's like, states are like, states are like oh, too much red tape, you know, never work. So we'll never get the work. oil. What are we um, going to do? Like a train? Hey, it is a lot of red tape. Yeah. Like, it's impossible, like, to even get, like, a solar uh, roof for your house in California. And now. Florida. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Boba Fett, I, I have no idea what's going to happen next. Uh, I imagine Black Santa Claus is going to um, come back and help Boba Fett. That's what we should call him. There's Santa Claus. Love it. Chrysanta Claus. C-L-A-W-S. Chrysanta Claus. The Pike Syndicate. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, he just kills them in the next episode because they're like the, the least intimidating Star Wars villains I've ever seen. Cool. I do know that in the comic books for Star Wars, Kirsten and uh, Boba were actually in a. I don't know if they were fighting each other in the slave pits at one point, or were fighting together, fighting different fights, but together yeah. in a slave. So they've met before in the past. Wait, that's why he called him Gladiator. Yep. Um, and yeah. what do you guys think? If you were Boba Fett, like, would you have let BK go? I would have offered him a job. Yeah, the smart why thing, would yeah. you not have the first? I'd be like, I'm gonna let you go, but hey, do you want to work for me? Like, He's well, like no problem working for them, come work for me. He was like, you're so lucky you have a fan base. Offered him a job on the spot in front of the, the house, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then let me ask you this one more question: Watching BK run away, did that totally take you out of the scene? Yes, it did. Yeah. It looked so like that looked so bad. Anti Wookie. Yeah. Like I was like, dude, just cut away. Just cut away. Yeah, it looks so walk away like a badass. Don't don't make like that looks bad. All right, not to go there, but it looked like he was an Ewok. All right. <laughs> Ooh, it's a low blow calling a Wookiee Ewok. Yeah, no, he he was an Ewok in a Wookiee costume running away like like a like a Humod. Yeah. Well, we better go over Peacemaker since we got like 20 minutes left. Oh um, my goodness, 20 minutes. Do we need to like a whole another episode on this? Or just maybe like, we just go. As, if what we time run out of time, we can... All right, let's go around the let's go around the, the horn and just say how many time how many pairs of underwear you had to change watching the first three episodes of Peacemaker. <laughs> uh, I think I was at seven. <laughs> it was so, um, so fucking good. Six nine out of ten. Um, uh, I actually wasn't crazy about it. I thought it was adequate, but um, James Gunn's humor, a lot of it's just. His jokes are hit or miss, and when they miss, they sometimes have that bad habit of just keeping the joke going they, as long as possible. When they miss, they really miss. I want to yeah. call James Gunn out. Uh, I really love him. I, I, he's got he's a great like director, um, but that fight between the butterfly when like in a bra and panties, yeah, should, she should have been topless. My wife agrees. Like oh. that, that entire fight should have been topless. That well, you saw it, you saw her topless earlier in the episode, right? Though. Exactly. But like, but that, no, like that should have been like a five minute your, fight. Remember what year it is, though. Or you can't, yeah, after you can't that's, that's what my wife was saying. Much. Yeah, she was, she was pretty, like, this should have been, should have been. She was like, if this went out, if this came out ten years ago, this like, this she, isn't, this she isn't been my, topless. This isn't my bloody Valentine where the girl topless for like a ten minute scene. We, I had to, I had to stare at, at John Cena's dick uh, and ass uh, and, why, and, and ass, ass and white ties several well, we times, just, right? Well, so like like that's I don't have a problem with like the over sexualization well, of female characters in comic books as long as it's also like the male characters. I think, I think it was equal. I think it was equal. I think we saw we saw oh, yeah, we butt. saw him. We saw we her. Exactly. Saw but but um, you know we saw him in tidy whitey. We saw her her in her panties and bra. So and I guess I don't know. Apparently she was wow. like got transported or just wandered into a TARDIS from 1983 and just wandered into 2022. That was probably I don't think, I don't think there's any... the best wig I've ever seen. No. That hair was amazing. As, was as, a side note, as a side note too, I actually looked up the album that he's playing and that is an actual band from England. And that is Barbers. an actual song. I yeah. thought it was a joke song for the show, but it legitimately is 
a thing. No, I, also, I, I, I had a feeling uh, the, with it being James Gunn. I had a feeling that those were all like legitimate. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, just the whole character is fantastic. Yeah. He's like, oh, I miss like the '80s. Like we're men were real men because they weren't afraid to be women. They dressed like women. Yeah. They weren't afraid right? to dress like and women. like just he like his dad is like like John Cena the Peacemaker is almost like a a tragic character. Yeah. Like when he's crying in bed before Vigilante finds him. Yeah. Anyway, you know, just phenomenal. Just a phenomenal story. Let's. I'll let Forrest kind of narrate this thing. But, but really quick, just one last quick point about that scene with the butterfly. Did anybody else get super uncomfortable with how close that marital device was to his lips the whole scene? No, nope, the... nope, I thought it was great. Like as soon as I saw that on the table, oh, I was like, well, he's, I mean, he's gonna take that, he's gonna use it as a microphone. Well, I, I, mean... I, I knew, but I was like, I was like, it's just too close, man. What I'm upset. Well, I'm not upset. I'm sure she like, it. Now that you mention it, I, I think yeah. a big floppy pink dildo would have been funnier. Yes. Than, than a rabbit. Yeah. If so. he was like just trying, if he was just trying like fighting the microphone the whole time, like as this big dick, dick dildo like flops around, <laughs> he's just trying to fight it, like keeping it like in front of his face as a microphone. Yeah. Like, Especially that how been... manly he is, like yeah. he's not afraid to hold a dildo, you know. I love it. Yeah. So, I guess the first episode was just like him being. Re- they even recruited me at. Well, they did, but um, he went to the the restaurant, and then um, he what about went that to intro. Oh yeah, the intro slaps. Yeah, that it's is. Like, it was hilarious. I don't think anyone else could get away with pulling that off. But the yeah. thing is, it's like it's so unexpected. So uh, unexpected. my wife and I were looking at each other, going, "Wait, what are we watching?" Right yeah, I, th- I, I think James Gunn said he wanted to create he created the opening credit se- sequence that would eliminate the need to hit the skip intro button. It worked. I, I, haven't, I haven't hit the skip intro button yet. Um, I, I mean, it should be nominated for a Grammy. You know. Yeah, just the, wow. the choreography. My wife was like, "I can't believe like intro for a Grammy." John, yeah, I can't believe you got John Cena to do it. And I was like, "Oh no!" Like John Cena seems like a lot of fun to work with. Like when he was dancing and stuff. Like just he seems like a blast. Yep. Yeah. Um, like, so I guess what did y'all what did y'all think of Vigilante? <laughs> Uh, Vigilante is great. Is that the guy who was doing the butt dance from the Italian restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Oh my God. He invited the other guy to his abortion. That was so cringe and just amazing. It was like, like so yeah. good. But like, if you don't put two and two together, that he is vigilante. It doesn't mm. make any sense whatsoever. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't. Why well, they they didn't, they didn't show his face in the second episode at all. Yeah. It was not until the third episode. Third. And then oh, he's he's not not even, he takes his mask off and he keeps fucking moving his face so the guy can yeah. him out in the lineup. Like this guy is so dumb. It's so good. It's so good. As yeah. a side note, I do know that the actor is replaced after the fourth episode. Oh, yes, that's why they have a face. They, they haven't confirmed as to like why he left, but yeah, it's a different actor after the fourth episode. I think so. creative differences. This episode, I mean, like this character, Vigilante, was like it was made for Ryan Reynolds, right? Yep. Like this was Ryan. This is this character was yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Well, the character is like sort of like a, a deconstruction of Punisher. He's basically DC's Punisher in the comics, but he's mm-hmm. obviously oh, based on Deadpool. When he's talking about, uh, like, oh, like, you know, when he's talking about killing people, and he's like, you know, like, if I have to, like, kill, like, a murderer or a rapist uh, or a graffiti artist, like, it just completely, <laughs> like, graffiti so artist. quickly. <laughs> okay, so what's, what's the after credit scene where he's in bed with the woman yeah, and the woman uh, Peacemaker, the and he's like, eight, eight, eight months ago, I would have shot you both. 
Yeah, for smoking weed. For smoking pot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just what a character. And, like, I love how he still got his mask on. Like, it's so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, I didn't see it first, but that's the woman. That's the the, the wife from the uh, the kidnapped wife from the apartment. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was just. I was like, man, she looks familiar, but it was like. Familiar. And then the after credit scene was like, uh, it's this guy. Can I, keep, can I keep this one? Yeah. She's like, can I keep this photo? Yeah. <laughs> And then her husband's yelling at her from the other room, which yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, what about the little secret uh, Not ship unusual. transforms, that little ship? I mean, if we're talking about post-credit scenes, <laughs> they were in the first one. Well, this they one were in bed. Me, this one gives you scabies. Why would I want yeah. scabies? Every man should have scabies once uh, t- in his life. Challenge, challenge yourself. <laughs> challenge yourself. No, it actually was pretty funny. Like I said, yeah. James Gunn, when, it, when, he, Wait, when his jokes... you guys land, don't have scabies? Oh. Oh, try that. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, the third, remember the third after credit scene, like, you know, if you mess up this mission, we're going to kill your entire family. It's like, too late for that, because in the comics, this is the real whole reason he becomes vigilante is because his family gets killed by the mob. So um, it's interesting, though, because in the comics, he's a district attorney and not a busboy. So I'm wondering if, like, they'll touch up on that by the end of the season. Um, district attorney if you're, if, for me. Yeah, well, he's sort of like well, Punisher meets Daredevil, but without, like, in the blindness, so. Just because just we're short on time, I will say, though, overall, I love this series. But what I love most about it is it. Uh, my wife hadn't seen the Suicide Squad yet. So mm-hmm. Saturday, last Saturday, I forced her to watch it, which she ended up loving. And it was just yeah. a great the segue between that movie Previously and on the Suicide Squad. This, exactly. And then, then loved it. the first episode and like it draws you back into that universe and this is what's been hurting dc for years now it's like there's no reason to revisit anything because everything gets remade instantly because it's all yeah. but yeah you know <laughs> this is yeah th- this is oh, the first time i've cared about a show after a movie within the yeah. dc universe now who shit their pants when uh that might get dropped oh like I said, I don't think I changed my underwear as much as you did. Um, but uh, Batmite? Did so you just Bat, say Batmite? Batmite is a uh, yep. all-powerful two like or two-dimensional, uh, two-foot like <clears throat> interdimensional character who is just completely in love with Batman. Yeah, and you got to remember, if a Batmite burrows under your skin, you get bat scabies. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. So dealing <laughs> mm, with that. that. But anyway, scabies feels crazy. good. Like feels Bat, good to Batmite itch. is one of the wackiest characters uh, in the universe, uh, mm-hmm. in, in like the DC universe. So for them to like just so so brazenly like confirm their existence, like if this is maybe they're like James Gunn, do whatever the fuck you want to, because we're about yeah. to erase all this with Flashpoint anyway. <laughs> uh, well, but if if they don't, I would love to see where the DCEU goes uh, after this. They should just let James Gunn keep doing what he wants to do. Because uh, yeah, let him, made, like you tried made, with Zack Snyder, it didn't work. Try with James Gunn, but you need a visionary leader. Everything a Kevin Feige. Wait, wait, wait. What about right now what about James Gunn is doing is a big out. middle finger to Marvel. So, well, they fired him. I would give I a mental, I would give a finger to fucking Disney as well. Yeah, but it wasn't Feige who fired him. It was you know, my only one. problem. My only problem with having James Gunn take over DCU is like he seems like same take the same approach to most characters. Like he takes traditionally non-funny characters and just makes them funny. Well, yeah, like, what which, about like, Superman? Didn't he, he hasn't? Do, he hasn't. Brightburn? No, that wasn't him. It wasn't Superman. It was like a a, a ripoff or like a homage. Whatever. Oh my gosh, man! If if, if if an alien boy comes down from a spa- uh, in a spacecraft and has Superman's powers. 
You can just call him Superman. But he didn't direct that or even write it. I think he just produced it. So it's like, you know. Oh, it was Steven, like Mark Gunn and Brian Gunn. The Gunn family. Oh, it's produced by James Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> See, so. we can use their last names. So, um, I'm trying to remember what else happened. What do you think of the, of the supporting cast? Like the um, I thought they were all so, great. The, the cops are great, right? The fork yeah. and the spoon bit. That was funny. Like, you know, I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think... Hate- hate to say it but but uh tasty from orange is the new black is my favorite character she uh, who's that? that the new girl out of bio? On the, yeah out of bio. Oh, oh she's yeah. so good yeah uh, she's so good but the whole whole thing's great uh heart heartgrave is a badass um you know that's actually james gunn's real life girlfriend really yeah no so, I, did I did not know that so you know um good for him uh so I think um yeah, I like the economist guy. Um he's pretty funny. So uh and the the guy, the, the main guy or the boss, Clemson something. Yeah, yeah. He's uh yeah. Uh I'm I've trying I have a strange feeling he's gonna betray the team or something. Oh of course. He, he's basically the so? waller. Yeah. Um what are the butterflies? I loved that line about Project Starterfly. When like, so first off, why the fuck wouldn't you tell John Cena, like, don't pull uh, a Last Jedi, and just purposefully not tell uh, characters like important information just to to build up because like, because the audience needs to learn it at the same time the, the main character. Yeah, does, I understand why so. they did it, uh, and I think they did it pretty well. But like that line about is like uh, Project Butterfly. You guys aren't really creative with your names. Project Starfish was really a giant walking starfish. And then this actually is a fucking. Am I gonna, like, st- am I gonna yeah. find a giant moth? Yeah. Am I gonna find am a I giant moth? Well, it's not a giant <laughs> mothra. It's like just smaller. Well, now moths. I want a jetpack because you got me all excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Then it turns out to be an actual butterfly. Yeah. So it seems like they're just. It's sort of like a version of Starro. So there's like no like maybe there is a mothra. That might be the big twist. Matt, I mean, it would be, it would be a you, twist. Are you familiar with any butterflies uh, in the comic lore? No, I'm not. These I think, not I think, like, I think so. James Gunn said in an interview that this isn't based on any DC, pre-existing DC property. It's like based off of a, a screenplay he wrote when he was like 20, and now he's using it because he, he wants can. to. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, James Gunn's definitely a big Cronenberg fan. Who, yeah. I don't know if you know Cronenberg, he's yep. he's like sort of like one of the big body horror. If you don't know Cronenberg, you at least mm-hmm. know Rick and Morty when they Cronenberg. Yeah. I mean, uh, the movie, his, his first movie, Slither, was like basically just like a funny Cronenberg movie. Uh, um, they did Cronenberg did Fly, didn't he? With Jeff Goldblum. He did Fly. Slither? He did. He did like a bunch of them, like in the seventies. Um, but it's basically like gross map, like by this morning. Yeah, it's like Videodrome and um, it's another one. But I it's think very oh, Videodrome. Wait, yeah. wait, that was James Gunn. No, that was Cronenberg. Oh, I, I I saw a video drum, um, in uh, a Clemson library like study room. It was like cubicled off on your laptop, and we watched uh, video dr- the video drum made flesh. Um, yeah, James yeah. Woods. You've got James Woods. Boop, boop. And actually, I'm an agent of video drum, and all of you. And all of the listeners are now um, involuntarily inducted. Oh no! Into that means I have seventy yeah, days. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. Well, um, Vanessa, you tip. You've been inducted Oops. to the Disney Plus room, uh, and you will be assimilated ooh. too into the, the Mouse Collective. Uh, 
Uh, oh. Resistance is futile. Oh, no. oh, 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 you will be assimilated. Just oh, God. That's the intro, just like five minutes. All right, so what else did we miss about Peacemaker? We did sort of gloss over all three episodes. I didn't but... miss an yeah. inch we'll of his body. We'll more details sure. next week with episode four, because we hey. spent way too much time on Boba Fett. Yeah. But, Has John Cena's um... face gotten really long? Like, I was, like, rewatching <laughs> like, the scene from Trainwreck that he's in, uh, and his face uh, is much more long. Like, he gaunt here. You can just go on YouTube and watch the scene at the movie maybe, that he's in. It's it's really funny. Maybe your flat screen TV was on its side. Maybe someone moved it to mess with you. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I had a, a 9 by 16 aspect ratio. I fucked yeah. Don't you have like an insanely wide television? No, no. It's just 16 by 9. It's not like a 23.1 or whatever. I saw a video of your bedroom. He has video drum. And it has that. Yeah, it's you through video drum. So, uh, yeah, we'll go over, I guess, more peacemaker. <laughs> Major, like, too many jokes that I couldn't pick one, so I just. Tips. Tip ain't way too much yellow snow for coming on the show today, so. He's about to go make some more yellow snow, too. I think we're a pea maker. I think we're. Um, pea maker. I love it. I think we're just all a little. Just, stir crazy because of the the snow and we're all shut shut inside so uh but yeah um major yeah if, if you guys weren't aware i also went sledding while on the podcast Ooh. Impressive. Yeah, you guys so could you guys was. couldn't hear the uh the crunch of snow no but we heard some kids we thought, we thought oh yeah i hear that now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, you, you, you want to plug our, We got a few more minutes. You want to plug our social media? Yeah, absolutely. No, I do. Uh, please tweet at us. Let us know what you thought about the third episode of Boba Fett and the Power Rangers, uh, the Mighty Morphin Boba Fett. And let me know. Uh, let us know what you guys thought of the first episode of Peacemaker. Did you guys, are you guys happy you dropped all three at once? I'm so glad. Me I too. would not have the same fanfare if this was a weekly. Well, I mean, I know it's going to be weekly now, but if, still it, five if there's more weeks one, two, and three drops, like... At least got to the week. butterfly part. Exactly. Yeah. I think they did a great job dropping three. There. Um, but let us know what you think at uh, Z Zealot Podcast on Twitter. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. And I'm Robbie. Matt. And I'm dead! <laughs> As he sleds down the hill. Bye, everybody.